Hey, you ready? What's going on? Hello. This is Holly. What? Ooh, who is that? And this is Alyssa. This is Autumn Farm Sanctuary Podcast. What's going on? Hi, Holly. Hi, Alyssa. Happened to Brandon. Murdered him. Or as Harry says, I ate him. Yes. (laughs) I officially came out last fall, uh, 2021. This hasn't been put on since 2020, I think. Anyway. Maybe at the end of I am transgender. Yes. So Holly was Brandon Mm -hmm. at one point in her life. I took over Brandon's life. So there's... It's, you know, there's so many, like, soul liberating things. You know, like, when, for the past six years, you've known me as living this way inside the house. And... Well, I've known you for, to clarify, much longer than that, but I've known Holly in some way. My existence. For a long time. Like, 15 years, if you really start thinking back. There were a lot of clues that I was very, way over my head. So... And, uh, like, when people come over and volunteers would come over to the house, I would have to run upstairs and change. And it just, it was really hard. And when, when Harry was two, we had kind of a family meeting with my therapist that I've been going to since I was 12. And it's going to be confusing for him, having, like, this double life. And so we decided that, you know, I can, it sounds awful, but I can suppress that. Um, you know, that it was more important that I'm, I'm going to lane the tracks for the next generation. And, and I honestly, and I feel bad that I didn't pick up no, on the fact don't. that, well, I know. My therapist was, I mean, he's trained in this stuff. It was a family and that's decision. very true. And, and I think I didn't realize that. So you're also an awful person. So just give yourself <laughs> a little bit of leeway. <laughs> No, I, I just, I truly, I feel bad that I didn't make the connection that you were trans. And neither did I, though. And that's true. I that's thought true. it was non-binary. And but, like, to be more feminine yeah. than what is more widely accepted in Cedarburg. Which is funny that it's almost like I was less nervous about you coming out as trans than yeah. as a feminine man. Which is sad. Yeah. In well, I mean, so, that's for so many ways. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that you're where you are now. Yeah. And it was, it it just was 
um, you know, I don't want to tell your story, but you came to me and you told me some, you know, private things. And then it was. Well, we can say it now. You stop making me sound. No, false. it's. Well, no, it's not bad, but. Well, it's you I've, and your thing. You I'll don't say. like one kind of people and that's your thing. <laughs> Terrible. Those kinds of people. Awful jokes. Are yeah. you. Yeah. Um, no, well, no I, then no, tell your I story. Say, um, well, you brought you. You either, you made it, you're making no. me come out. No. <laughs> so you like taking naps. Just be proud of it. No, be open. but you can't just leave people hanging with a. That's a private you, thing. You don't have to tell anybody any of this. you didn't have to tell anybody any of that. I am proud of Let's of get a that. divorce. We're done. <laughs> I am proud of being transgender. No, and I've realized that I'm asexual and I never really thought about it. And it was something that wasn't, um. You know, it, it's, I didn't, I just always assumed if you're asexual, then you are, it, that you're a certain way and that's how it is. But obviously everything is on a spectrum. It's those goddamn boxes. Um, you get a box and a label yeah, you get put and in. and I was just kind of reading, I think, just something on Reddit or something. And I was just like, oh, that's weird. That kind of sounds like me and how I feel. And um, it, I, I was just like, oh, I... I guess, yeah, technically speaking, that's what yeah. I am is I'm, I'm asexual and, it was, and it's, I'm actually really was, happy kind of coming oh to terms God, with yeah. that and, and it's, yeah, I, I am who I am. That's why yeah. I rescue animals. And it was later, I think later that day that you told me that I came to you and said, what do you think if, what would you think about me starting HRT? You know, because it, it took the sex part out of our marriage. For the people that don't know, um, HRT is uh, hormone replacement. replacement therapy. Yeah. So. so I block the testosterone mm-hmm. coming from the, the beans, the Franks and the mm-hmm. beans. And then I get an injection of estrogen, mm-hmm. which feminizes my body and all that. But it, it took, when you came out as asexual, it took out all the sex aspect of our marriage Mm -hmm. so it kind of gave me this green light like well okay if you're not if it doesn't matter how I look then can I just be myself and I think and I know we had talked about years ago and I even told you like way back then if you ever felt like you needed to transition I'd support it but I think my brother did too were also afraid to say that you know like be like yeah you're just saying that but That's how do you huge, really feel? So, yeah, until you say, and then it's hard to take it back. I mean, you, you could have legitimately left our marriage. And I think and a lot of people, most people would have been like, Alyssa, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I get it, you know, but, and my, my brother was another big one because when I came out as non-binary to him seven years ago or whatever it was, he, you know, he goes, I, we went out to eat down in Chicago, which is so weird to say because of the pandemic, I feel like I'm never going to go to Chicago ever again and I'm never going to go out to eat ever again. And, um, you know, I told him about me and everything and being non-binary at the time. He's like, I don't care. I, you know, you you do you. I don't care if you want to wear a dress or if you want to, you know, transition. You know, at the time it's like, no, I don't, I don't think I'd ever want to. But there was always that little bit of me that when people had asked me, I'd be like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I tomorrow I wake up and I want to fly a helicopter. I don't know what mm-hmm. is going to happen tomorrow. But I know today 
in what's good for me today. And so it's been awesome. It's been, it's, everybody we've told has been so loving, so supportive. Yeah. And so for the people that want to know, why Holly? Why the name Holly? Why not Brandy? No offense to people named Brandy. I said that really <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> and by the way, I we are eating the world's largest bucket of homemade vegan, of course, homemade Bailey's Irish cream ice cream. But it's also um, virgin Bailey's Irish cream so the kids could eat it, but they're not going to. We're going to eat it all. It is not virgin. You added whiskey to it? Of course. <laughs> Remember we discussed that our four-year-old, we figured it that if Harry oh, has, it's a small amount. Yeah, has a cup of Irish cream, that it was 164th of a teaspoon of whiskey and a cup of ice cream. And that's a lot of ice cream. That I should <laughs> be eating them. So it's it just it was not even measurable. Yeah, on a joke. proof. Yeah, it was I like remember. one tenth of one proof. But um, so why Holly? I've always been drawn to the name. Um, a week later, I did meet my pseudo best friend. Her name is also Holly, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, Holly is just a it's a very great name. It's very wholesome. Um, very much into Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's. I kind of like Christmas. You're the queen of Christmas. I am the reason why Christmas music gets played immediately after Halloween and sometimes before. And also well into January until I'm screaming, please, please, just anything, anything else. And then back comes Dolly Parton and Kenny mm-hmm. Rogers' Family Christmas. <laughs> Like I put on Baby Shark. I don't even care anymore. Please. No, you stop. put on the um, one from the John Mulaney joke. Anyway, we're off topic here. Oh. Yeah. Watch new pussycat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, which Harry walks around. Now he sings that over and over. So, That's the only part of the song he knows too. So. so, um, yeah. So here I am. It 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 just it, it feels great. I've got two therapists now. Um, if anybody has any questions, I am 100% an open book. I am going through voice feminization classes and, um, yeah, I mean, there's, I'm, uh, you know, doing the, the whole shebang. Mm -hmm. And if anybody has any questions whatsoever, you know, please, please reach out and, um, I'd be more than happy to, even on the podcast, I'm completely an open book. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So back to the sanctuary. Um, so we've, yeah, we've had quite a year. We've, well, we also had a baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, I right. gave birth. Nuka. Uh, to Nuka. Nuka and UKA, which a week later, um, the amazing Disney movie came out, Luca. Luca. So now. L-U-C-A. Everybody thinks that we named our kid. Luca. You're like, oh, hi, mm-hmm. Luca. It's like, yeah. oh, God, come on. Yeah. Uh, Which, and Nuka um, is, is Greenlandic and it means. Uh, I thought it was Icelandic. Nope, Greenlandic. Um, and it means a uh, little sibling. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we just, we, we did not find out uh, the sex of the baby before they were born. And so 
Um, we had a girl named Picked Out, and <laughs> he was born a boy. So we went with Nuka. And that's that. And that is that. And um, Nuka yeah, John. We had him. Yep, Nuka John. Um, and we John gave, after my brother. Yes. Um, Which he's got twins coming. We already discussed. Mm-hmm. Nobody's listening. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think they've announced that. Babies are coming in like two months. I suppose. I hope we just ruined it for somebody's family. I don't know. Yes. Okay. But anyways. we discussed that. Rightfully so. He should be naming them Holly and Jolly. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Holly and Alyssa. <laughs> no. Holly and Jolly. Holly's okay. good. Jolly, eh, got some issues. <laughs> the weird one will give Paul Holly. Um, but, um, yeah, I had a home birth, and that was my big thing of the year. I had, Which Harry um, tells the best version. Yes, he, he tells the version which is semi-accurate, but it's a much abridged version. Um, his of version the lasts 48 about, hour. Yeah, he, he sums it up within about 25 seconds. It was 40 plus hours of labor. Um, I went into labor on May 3rd, and it was early Sunday morning, and it went all day. And at night, I called our midwife, and I just said, hey, my contractions are about eight minutes apart. And so she said, well, or maybe I text her and she said, well, if I sounds like baby's coming tonight. So call me, <laughs> don't text me to make sure I get the phone call once your contractions are four minutes apart so and a minute long. Best midwife ever. Yeah, Trisha Morrissey, amazing. Um, so I, uh, and I did not sleep at all because I you was having contractions. and moaned every- for 40 hours. Yeah. Plus hours. Yeah, I was just complaining. And then it, Harry's friend came so, over. Let, let me. You told your story. I get a story now. Shut up, woman. Um, so, uh, so then, uh, yeah, about two, three in the morning, I think, was when my contractions were close enough together. I called Trisha, and uh oh. Um, so she came over, um, and we, she kind of hung out for a little bit, checked on everything. She got bored quick. She was like, um, this is kind (laughs) of bumming me out. So she's on her phone (laughs) and the Game Boy in the corner of the room. She's like, hold on. I got another level of Wordle to do. Um, (laughs) so, uh, after, I think she was there for a couple hours and things were kind of like what you said. Yeah. Anyway. And um, we, she, things weren't going like as quickly, you know, it was kind of staying consistent. So she's like, you know, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go lay down downstairs. I was up in the bedroom and um, at about 7 a.m., I think she checked again. She's like, okay, well, here's my thoughts. I have a baby that was just born, so I have to do a checkup on. Um, If I can, if you're okay with me leaving, I'm going to go do that. And then... I'll call you when I'm done and we'll see if you want me to come back. But my contractions were starting to slow down, but they were still intense. And um, speaking of which, hi, baby. Um, so he, um, so yeah, so then at one point he had twisted around. So I was having what people call back labor because he was sunny side up, as they call it, where his back was facing my back and his feet 
were and hands were facing forward. So every time I had a contraction, his spine would press on my spine and it was horribly painful. Um, Which he is awake, so we got to go. Yes. Well, I want to finish my harrowing story. Oh my God, this is going to be we'll another 10 minutes. I'll keep talking about it. I'll talk to myself. Um, <laughs> he can come say hello to the podcast world. Um, eh, he's a good baby. So I was, um, that was probably about, it was, I was starting to have the most intense contractions about midday on the fourth or on the third. Wait, no, I don't even remember when. No, started on the second. Now it's on May 3rd. I've been having contractions for over 24 hours at this point. So I think at that point it would have been about 36 hours. Um, They were pretty regular. And I got to a point where I was upstairs by myself. Harry and Holly were downstairs, you know, just kind of trying to get the day going. She'd kind of come and check on me every few minutes. And um, at one point she came upstairs and I must have just looked pretty bad because she just looked at me and said, you look like you need to cry. And I just burst into tears and I was so exhausted and in so much pain. And um, so she said, well, why don't we call Trisha? And, and I, in my insanity, want didn't want to, oh, here comes the baby, little baby breath. That's my favorite noise in the world. I said he's going to start his own ASMR channel. No. There you go, buddy. Um, and uh, I didn't want to bug her because my con- contractions weren't close enough together, technically, which is, excuse you, buddy, uh, which is kind of a ridiculous thing to be worried about when you're in a lot of pain. But Holly called her anyways. And uh, before, pretty much as soon as she said, do you want me to come over? I just screamed, yes, come now. So she got her stuff together. She came up to the house. Um, we had, she had lent us her birthing tub, which I wasn't, oh boy. And now the baby's eating the microphone. Yeah. No, but no that ectoplasmic drool. <laughs> okay, oh, goodness. Okay. Good Lord. <laughs> um, hi, Nuka. Can you hear me on the headphones? Hello, baby. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's being very cute right now. Um, okay. Are we done? Um, almost. Well, <laughs> I'm almost to the... Okay, fine. I'll pause to get to the climax yeah. of the story. We are at the point. Trisha is on our way. We called the lady that was going to babysit Harry. And, and, and then... <laughs> All right. We're back. Yeah. So, I hope. Yeah. First of all, okay, so we haven't done the podcast, as we said, and it's now the following day. Yes. But um, we haven't done the podcast in um, quite a while, and I apologize. I did the audio for the opening song. I faded it out on our headphones, but I just gave a listen, and it did not fade out. So I doubt I'm going to have time in case it's very it's, loud, that is why. I don't think it's too loud. It's, it's a little annoyance. It goes on. It's a great song, but anyway. Yeah. So, so, 24 hours, you would think nothing happened. Oh, things happened. But do you want to finish your complaining story? Oh, they have, but we probably can't talk about the thing that happened anyways. 
them. No, we can't. And you're not in. Okay, your microphone is all oh, messed boy. up. Ah, boy. You want to talk into the front side. There okay, we go. so moving on with my harrowing's tale. Yeah. Um, oh, and what are we eating? Oh, we are eating Harry's birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a his chocolate eclair cake with Swedish fish. Um, it's amazing. Well, it has our Irish cream, which is a family recipe. With, so we turn into a pudding. Okay, so I'm going to, since I, I kind of fronted it up, mm-hmm. it is obviously vegan, mm-hmm. um, chocolate eclair cake. Eclair. Eclair. <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin. I can say how I want. Mm-hmm. And um, the um, the pie fill, or the pudding... Is actually, and my piece is substantially smaller than yours, by the way. Um, the filling is, like you said, homemade uh, Bailey's Irish cream that we converted into um, like a pudding mix, and with homemade sweetened condensed milk, mm-hmm. and then the top layer of chocolate is Tobal chocolate, which is a company in Milwaukee. They're amazing. And um, they've supported us for some of our auction stuff. And uh, it's a 70% uh, Nicaraguan chocolate. So it, this is like the best chocolate uh, Claire cake you've ever had. And then we got a request <laughs> to put Swedish fish in it. Yeah, which is actually kind of fun because they get a little melty. And it gives it a little bit of a cherry candy taste. They're addicting. Anyways, let's get back to, because keep in mind, people have been listening to the story of Nuka being born and now it's just cut off and is you rambling about cake. All right, fine. Go continue. You're complaining. Uh Okay. So, so we called Trisha. She got to the house. We called uh, our babysitter, our friend who was uh, to she was our standby person who was essentially available whenever we needed her for as long as we needed her. So she came over. Um, Harry was very excited because she brought a toy train set, and he mostly would talk about that when he talks oh, he about remembers. the whole, whole birth. Um, and then you screamed, according to him. Yeah. So according to him, then I just screamed a lot. I went, ah, 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 and then which, he got to play with his. Tra- and then he got to play with some trains. Um, so, yeah, once once Trisha got there, we got the pool filled. I was planning only on um, laboring in there for a little bit. I didn't. I had no desire or intention to do a water birth. Um, and I was uh, pretty much at the point where I was ready to push. And uh, Trisha asked if I'd want to get out of said tub. And I said, <laughs> no, I'm not moving. So um, out within, I think, I want to say like from when you I first. You skip like all the, the best. Oh, like the part when I screamed, I think I have to poop. <laughs> and she got the poop nut? Yes, she got her poop nut out. I did not poop though, however, because nope. fun fact, when you've been in labor for 40 hours, you're not really in the mood to eat. So I didn't really have anything to come but, out. And then she asked me, she goes, do you want to catch the baby? And I'm like, oh my god, I've I can't catch a football, but I can. I'll, I'll do this. Like she's right next to me. How bad can it be? And it's in a pool, so can't be that bad. Yeah. And she's like, okay, so come over here. So I was rubbing your shoulders and helping you breathe. 
She's like, okay, so come over on this side. She's like, okay. And I'm like, so what should I expect? And she goes, okay, here he comes. Whoop. <laughs> Like, okay, that happened. So Trisha caught the baby. And she, yeah, which we then called Nuka. Yes. And she threw him on you and... It was crazy how it was the most painful thing I've ever experienced, followed by so much relief and, like, a crazy, like, head-spinning emotions. And, um, uh, yeah, not as... I mean, I think I was mostly like thinking it was going to be a lot grosser to have a, a water birth, mm-hmm. which I mean, I was sitting There was a blood. poop nut involved. <laughs> was a poop, an unused poop nut. Let's now it got stress. used. It just didn't get well, used get, to pick up yeah, poop. She gave and it to now, Harry and now Harry uses Harry it. Plays it. it. <laughs> plays with the poop nut. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that was, that was the story of Nuka and we, yeah, we found cool. out after a few minutes, oh, okay, we got a boy, we've got, um, but it, it was really nice being home because once I was done, I got into my own bed and snuggled with my baby and, um, our baby. Mm-hmm. We had to Mine. cuddle up as a family and yeah, it was um, really nice. Here he got to come upstairs and meet his new brother and was completely disinterested and ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Go play with um, more trades. Uh, pretty much disinterested in him until he was about uh, probably about six months old yeah. <laughs> when he finally started kind of doing things. So and now he's he's loving him. So. so okay, twenty five minutes in, I'm all caught up. You're all caught up. So uh, sanctuary time. We yeah we've um let's start with uh. We got five minutes until our commercial break. Okay, we've, so we've lost some of our. I was friends. gonna say we've our. I think our biggest one was um, probably Moon. Time. Moon was you know a lot of people knew Moon, um, from. I mean, he was one of was, our originals. Yeah, he was one of our first. Before rescues. we had volunteers, before there was a podcast pulling in tens of people, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we had Moon, and he was our parade stopper. Yeah, one time, but he, uh, would, he got he us on the front on a, page of the paper. He rode on a float. Yeah, was, was very awesome. happy the entire time. There was a lot of people that didn't think they were goat people and would meet Moon and were just immediately in love with goats. And um, which then the two other ones are Willow and Fern, the two siblings. Mm-hmm. So they came to us from a bit of a hoarding situation, kind of unknown. Yeah, and, backyard. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was sad. But situation. so they, um, when they came to us, they were siblings and mm-hmm. very close. And it, it was really neat that, <clears throat> like, um, everywhere one of them went, the other one went too. Yes. They were never apart from each other. And they would constantly be jumping the fence and they would be hanging out in the yard. And when I rebuilt your studio, because, oh, yeah, we talked about COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when I rebuilt the summer kitchen for your salon studio, there were no windows um, in that building for like a month or two. And they would just jump right through, through the opening. right through the opening. <laughs> and it, I mean, they, they were buttheads, but um, yeah, they're really, they're really missed. So we, we lost. Now yeah, the they, crazy part is Willow and Fern, they both passed within a few days. No, hours. It was the same day. Was it really? They both got sick 
um, at the same, around the same time, they were positive for CAE, which we've um, discussed before in the podcast. Cause which we've had means other what? Caprine and arthritic, arthritic encephalitis. And um, it was a, it's a, it's a crap disease that a lot of, um, especially not well-bred uh, goats have. It's a blood-borne disease, and um, they were most likely born with it, especially because there was not uh, very, they were most likely also inbred, um, from what we understand. Um, so they both started showing symptoms around the same time. So we actually thought, like, they must have, you know, they, they caught some kind of parasite or something like that. Tested negative for everything, um, so the consensus from the vet was that it was their CAE starting to show its uh, awfulness. Um, we did get them when they were only a few months old, and a lot of the times when goats get it at a young age, it is more devastating. Hang on, your um, all messed up. Okay. Um, Moon also had CAE, but he, um, our vet, assumes that he got it later in life, and he yeah. passed basically of old age, um, for him, he was very, very elderly. Um, he was showing some CAE symptoms, but they were, um, it was very, very quick. He didn't have to suffer. Yeah. It was literally for a day. And so now we're just down to Annabelle for our goats. Yes. So we so are, sad. um, we've gotten, there's been a few, yeah. um, times where we've gotten possible times of getting some goats, but, um, yeah, the time hasn't been Exactly right. Or the situation, you know, there's been ones where we've gotten where they've had severe health issues that we just don't have the capacity to take on right now. It's been hard. It was, you know, the chickens and ducks that have left us some of the originals and um, it's yeah, just frustrating. It is. And it's but the good news is, is we do have a few of our oldest chickens are still with yeah. us Henrietta our very yeah. very literally first chicken she was a pet at our old house mm-hmm. and um, Hansel or and Hansel he was uh, one of our oldest he is our oldest duck that we have yeah so. all right okay so who do we have to thank everybody my brother for the great music mm-hmm. and for just being a great big brother uh-huh. um nice. yes and uh, um we have to thank all of our volunteers who have been with us for years, some of them for months. Yep. Um, the dedication that everybody has has been amazing and um, just people willing to go above and beyond, emailing us with ideas of things that we can do to improve the barn, um, coming in when we have last minute emergencies where we can't be at home or yeah. whatever. You know, even when so Yuka was born, it so was many amazing. Things. And, and our volunteers for being the weekly volunteers with that, you transitioning yeah, and, just, yeah. and with the kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, we've got volunteers that come out every single week and they do not miss a shift. If they miss a shift, they'll make it up later and they obviously don't have to. Um, so you just can't can't say enough good things about that. Yes. And uh, um, what else? Um, I want to thank. Our vets. Uh, our Yeah, of course, our vets. Um, Dr. Boss, um, Dr. Karen. Um, and then we have Dr. Tori as our newest vet. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost, um, oh, my 
my gosh, Dr. Heather, there we go. I was going to say Dr. Karen, but no, um, Dr. Heather has moved on to work actually in legislation. Um, for animals. She, for animals. Is, <laughs> for cigarettes. <laughs> she, <laughs> she took a 180. She, yeah, she, we, she's something off about that one. No, Dr. Heather is amazing, and yeah. she is now doing amazing things um, on the other end of yeah, animal welfare. Yeah, so. so important. And, um, okay, how can people get involved? Um, we are looking for people to volunteer at all times. Yes. Um, we are looking to expand our board of directors. If there are people that have um, accounting, more uh, behind the scenes uh, But uh, even expertise. if you think, um, so all the applications come right to my email. And even if you think there's something that you might be able to bring that maybe there's already a person sitting on the board, you can still come forward, put your name in the hat. And you might find that the other person's just like, hey, I'm I'm exhausted from it anyway. Or maybe there's a something different. And underneath each board member is a committee. Yeah. So I've got, I'm in charge of uh, building maintenance and land management. I have nobody underneath me. So, which is understandable. I'm, I'm not pissing and griping about it, but it's, you know, it would be awesome if somebody said, hey, I would love to spread manure, you know, cut the fields, paint buildings, that kind of stuff. It'd be huge. So you just never know what committee Absolutely. you could could be a part of. Absolutely. Um, I want to thank... Um... Oh, back on to thanking. Oh, yeah. Are we asking? No, we're done with thanking. Where, how can people get involved? Oh, yeah. Well, I was just thinking because we have a new person training for volunteering. So she's getting involved. My brain just jumps all okay. over the place. So. And uh, uh, if people want to donate to us financially, yes, which is awesome, obviously uh, give us money. Yes. Like we've said, we throw also, it out the car window when you drive by. <laughs> I don't care. I'll go pick it we up. We also, because we have more, um, which we'll talk about shortly, we have more pigs at the sanctuary yes. now. Yep, yep, um, yep, we yep. always can use new blankets for them, especially in the winter. They yep. love that. Um, they love keeping warm. If you're not around town, you can always... I know our Amazon wish list isn't, like, the greatest. Honestly, money is always going to be the best. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, donating, doing Facebook things for your birthday. You know, yeah. you go out um, you go out to dinner with your family. That's all fine and good. Instead of getting dessert, throw a couple extra bucks our way. That's all I'm saying. Do you really need dessert? You don't need dessert. You don't need it. Says the girl that's eating dessert while doing a podcast. Well, that's different. Oh. <laughs> well, I you know, made it. That, making that cake, you could have donated to the Donated sanctuary. the $4. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, tons of tons of ways. If you think of something that uh, we might need or want, contact us. I mean, extension cords, shovels, yes. rakes, all that kind of yard equipment. And sometimes we get, we get asked about things that we can't take in, um, so... No hard feelings if we can't. It's just, in a, it might be something that in our experience it didn't work out or we just don't have the room for storage. But uh, but it's never hurts to ask. Somebody just asked the other day if we could take, I'm going to finish my sentence. <laughs> um, somebody asked us the other day if, if we could uh, take in some um, uh, shredded papers, which is an awesome idea because it could be, you know, it's like, okay, it could be used for like some bedding or something. But my fear was just that I think because yeah. I know the chickens type. People like have good intentions. Yeah, super good intentions. You just you never know. Idea. You never know what something could lead to. Now you wanted to thank somebody. Yes. So, um, and that's actually kind of a good segue into our next um, thing that we want to talk about is um, I want to thank Maddox, specifically Karen who works there, and she's been. What is a Maddox? A Maddox is 
a name for the Milwaukee area domestic animal Center, Center for Control. Control Commission. I don't know. It's, it's animal. It's ASPCA for Milwaukee County. Yes. Right? Yeah. Animal control. Yeah. Animal control. Domestic animal control. Yes. 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 So um, we got a, a call recently about a pig that was um, living in somebody's basement and he had been living there for about six years um, and he was. Which severely I think we, overweight. I think we can we can talk details about all this. I I, th- I think we can. I mean, I got a phone call originally. Yes, we, which I we think get we, can... we get about one phone call a day on average. Um, you know, probably I'd say like four a week. We yeah, get. I would and say like, and it can be for chickens, ducks, ducks, ducks a lot know. lately. I think you there never must know. be trends with ducks. yeah and. Um, dogs. I mean, yeah, it's we, just, we had, you never know what somebody's just trying to find a, a good place to go. But, um, he called up and he was so vulgar and that's coming from me who swears like a sailor, but I don't care if you swear, but just don't swear about people. And that's where, you know, he's, he was bad mouthing his wife. He's and, yeah. Just belittling his wife and saying awful things about her. And I'm a complete stranger. And then goes into his kids and his kid's girlfriend or something. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, we're not able to help you. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, I, I don't want to be associated. I feel awful for the pig, but I cannot associate us with somebody who is going to just call up out of the gate, just yelling and swearing. Yeah. Well, you and know. I think too, um, it's important for us to let people know that we can't take in every animal. And so right. we do have to be picky and choosy about who we take in. And, um, usually owner surrenders, we cannot take in, um, because there's typically a lot more, leeway with their, um, finding a home. Um, sometimes it can be on my end. Um, we do find a lot of the times, especially with farmed animals, as opposed to dogs and cats, people are just more likely to just be like, Oh, this is an inconvenience. I just want this thing gone. And it's like, or it becomes, you know, an open door of, okay, every time I get a rooster, I know where I can go. Right. I'm going to continue to go to the hatchery. Yeah. And, and I I just don't want any roosters. And it's like, no, we can't ground so I can feel good about myself. So so. he, he kind of fell by the wayside. And then a week later, Maddox contacted us and, and they said, Hey, here's the deal. And then that was where we realized, Oh my God, I bet you that it's the same person that, um, it was reported to them that somebody has a pig living in the basement. The pig can't really move. He's so mega overweight overweight. and you know, it's like, okay, so they came to us. Obviously if you can take them, that'd be great. But how do we move them? Like we have, they have no experience. And I said, well, can we get our tractor in the backyard and get the pig up on whose name is Arnold, get him up on a board and then slide him up the stairs. And she said, no, there's no backyard. It's like, okay, four wheeler, a, a lawnmower, anything. Nope, nope, nope. It's like, okay, well, what if we build something to put them on and then we just carry them out. And, um, she said the stairway isn't wide enough. So she got involved with the Milwaukee fire department. Mm-hmm. Um, being that I was on the fire department, I know we've done things like this that are weird things, but that's the equipment 
that they have to offer. I mean, that's why they get cats out of trees. Well, it's more than just fighting fires. Yeah. And well, and, and they have to. Yeah, there's times where they might have to get a person who's immobile yeah. out who there's might weigh the same as a lot of times. Sadly, I shouldn't laugh, but there's a lot of times they've got things called stair chairs. You know, just for going up and down stairs with people that are heavily, yeah, you know, so, overweight. So Ar- Arnold does weigh probably about the size of an obese person, yeah. even though he's a much, much smaller physical. Really couldn't even see his eyes. You can't at all. He's completely can't, blind. Can't, yeah. yeah. Um, he's, we're assuming also mostly deaf, if not completely for now. Hopefully Wait, that will come he's, back. When you say he's blind. he's It's called fat blind and oh, fat okay. deaf. So because his fat rolls are so extensive, it covers up his eyes and ears. Is there ever a chance that that's... Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Hopefully the uh, hearing will be better. I, I'm leery on if the eyesight will come back. Um, oh, I, poor boy. I know. It, it, never say never. Yeah. I, I'm going to still be optimistic, yeah. that, but also realistic. But he's so. happy. So he got... But he's starting to get his... So it, figure out his way around. It was... Um, so there was... Matic, the fire department, and then this all started with the Department of Health, DHS, Department of Health Services or something. Something along those lines. Well, you know, it's, it's just anytime you need to go in and say, is this a healthy situation? And so there's a lot of departments involved and we got Arnold. Well, no, we didn't. They got Arnold up here. Yeah, the, he was, um, they ended up not charging the individual um, because there was um, because they did uh, willingly give him up yeah. as opposed to um, saying no screw off and then Going then they would have court had to go and, get yeah. an attorney yeah um, so, so it's just better for everybody that um, they yeah. were able to do this and so Arnold is thriving he's doing really really really, well. really thriving Miss um, Piggy and Red who oh my God they don't know who Red is yeah Red is so he's our other. He's uh, the size. He's. I would say, he's the size of a refrigerator laying down. He's a big boy. He right? is a. Maybe I mean, a little, you, maybe smaller, a little smaller. But yeah, he's he's <laughs> a um, chest freezer. He is a Megalista pig, which is a heritage breed meat pig. So he is a much. He's not a pot belly pig. He is a much larger pig. Um, the cutest. And he is, looks like a muppet, <gasps> and he is. The sweetest boy. He is my yes. best friend out in the barn. But he's huge. He's got these tusks. So big. And when you see pictures of him, it's just like, oh he my looks God. Terrifying. He looks so freaking scary. But he's a baby. Such a baby and so sweet. And Which we had to- Miss Piggy, I got a picture of them actually when I came into the barn. They knocked down our foam walls insulation and so that they could snuggle up against each other in the straw. And they were pressed up against each other when I first walked in. So, of course, I had to get a picture of it. And That's yeah, awesome. They're so I didn't cute. know about that. You didn't tell me that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was but, yesterday. Uh, yeah. And so uh, that's where things, you know, I, I don't, well, now we got to be careful what we say here, but things kind of started going south. The, the owner wanted to come and see Arnold and we're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you do you. You just got to follow our protocols that we've had since day one. You know, we're not open to the public. And he was very confused on that and feels really hurt about yeah, that. There's been a couple of times of some um, trespassing. Yeah. Um, I, we put I think up some security unint- cameras. Yeah, I think unintentional trespassing. Um, but um, we set boundaries, yeah, which was so good. It'll be 
it's it's a hard situation, yeah. and I know. I mean, that's his. From from what we knew, it was his best friend. Yeah, and um, but he was also not doing right yeah. by Arnold. Yeah, and um, without question, and uh, and Arnold is doing. He's doing so well. He's, I mean, he's thriving. That, yes, that's the the word we've really been using in mostly. Much better spirits. Um, Getting up, walking around, coming and yeah, visiting. Yeah, he was really active this morning. Um, he was a little grumpy with me this morning, but um, I think it was um. He, it was during breakfast time, and I think he was just had some resource guarding issues, which, you yeah. know, he's he, he's in such a new environment, and he's been completely unsocialized. So he just yeah. everything is just so chickens and ducks and quacks. Yeah. And, so um, so he was just getting a little grumpy with me, but um, that's the first time. Um, he did in the very beginning, but he was yeah. terrified, and um, but yeah, now he's been um, yeah, he was like I said, just mildly. Um, but it was, I think more food driven. Um, but then he's been, you said he had a little dingleberry too. Yes. Uh, yeah. You can, know, because of his obesity, hurt. it's, um, I don't think he can get his poops out super effectively. Yeah. So I was trying to get that off. And then I think he was a little annoyed with me. Which I honestly have not, I've seen him a handful of times. I know you're always with the kids. I'm always with the kids, but when I do go out there, he's always sleeping and snoring. Yes. Yeah. So so he does move. Um, yeah. Every time I go out there, it's just, I don't want to. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, totally. had, he's had it rough. And yeah. Just and, resting. Um, I will say, like, if you do go in there and, like, just kind of lightly, just, like, kind of start slowly petting him so he doesn't get scared. Um, and then I, the other day I started petting his side and he kind of just, like, pushed himself up on his side so I could rub his belly a little bit, which was really sweet. So that was, so we're having our special moments. And now, um, the, I mean, just to, we can talk facts, you know, the, we, we did have one of the meetings with the previous person, the previous owner, which I don't even like that term, um, guardian, if you will, uh, was supposed to come out and came out way too early. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's, he's talked about violent things. So mm -hmm. we actually called the police. And they came out and they did, they stayed while he visited with Arnold. Mm -hmm. And um, the police agreed that and something's, this is, this is getting more difficult. Mm -hmm. There's this, I can't put our finger on it, but it's getting more difficult. And then yesterday um, we got served papers. Yeah, we had a certified letter, um, which that's where I don't know how much we can really talk about. I mean, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's to the there's I, I don't see why we can. It's claims that have been made that are not, uh, which the claims that were made really have nothing to do with us even. Um, it was that he feels that um, Arnold was illegally yeah. taken. Which I think we can only not talk about things when they're like an open investigation. I suppose, yeah. Um, but he... Our volunteers know what's you know, going on. I, the I board think, knows what's going on. We're very open. I think the attorney, um, <laughs> which I will... Should talk to the attorney. Yeah. It's like kind of a joke. Um, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to drag somebody. Food. But he was very, he's into Bitcoin and yes. martial arts. He and <laughs> Bitcoin on his website. Um, and he's into martial arts. And uh, so, yeah, he, he seems, you know. He's a he, shithead. Even on his, in the letter, he contradicted himself on it a few times. Yeah. And so. Um, and then threatened us. And threatened to go to. The news, if we do not uh, answer, 
It was, um, and I got to say this, I mean, I'll help him. It was, he said in his letter, he started hashtag free Arnold. Yes. Yes. <laughs> thought that was, uh, he like, also had, so it's like, oh my God, what if this guy does this? You go to his Facebook page and it was in 2020. He posted a thing saying, our new, it was like December, 2020, our new website is live and we're so excited. And what a beautiful website, you know, congratulations to us. And uh, look for more things to come in 2021. Like, We're going to make be... social media blow up. Did and not post was... one thing. <laughs> that was his last, his final post. I don't know if the hashtag free Arnold. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, yeah. I, I, it's funny. It's an empty threat. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, it's probably not an empty threat. They probably will. And and even if this attorney does not, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the owner does attempt to. Um, but I think what happened was they sent us a letter and not Maddox yes. because the the lawyer is smart enough to know that there isn't a case legally. No. Um, but and because um, again, I mean, just listening to the story, it was it started with uh, I I think don't quote me DHS the Department of Health Services. There was mm -hmm. one person there with a clipboard. Mm -hmm. Maddox was there. They had a clipboard writing down everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I assume even photographing. The firefighters. And then the firefighters were there. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of people witnessing. So There's you, testing yeah. that had to be done for Arnold prior to this. We talked on the phone with the owner days before he came to, Arnold came to us. Um, so he did understand what was going to happen. Um, he claims now that he didn't. And I think that there's just a lot of hurt feelings. That, it's just so um, sad. You would think you would say like, all right, he's clearly thriving. I mean, just let him be and come and visit. Be a good person. Become a volunteer. We have people that drive way further every week than he would. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, come and see him and be supportive. And when people talk about him, be like, actually, Arnold lived with me for six years, you know, and educate people on that. It's And instead, mm -hmm. he just like... Has just been just, inappropriate yeah. with boundaries and... Um, Scary at times. I mean, we, yeah, so. to, we don't have any locks on our doors. Knock on wood. Keys are in the ignition. It's just the way it is. Let's not tell people that. Yeah, it's known. Well, now we have security cameras yeah. so if you try anything. But, I mean, that night we literally tied. We took a... Because we... One of the doors doesn't have... Um, doesn't like really close. Yeah, it's like a patio door. Patio so door has with like no a, latch. Yeah, it just has... <laughs> so it can just we, blow open. Yeah, the door uh, broke, so... Yeah. And we, and we just, have a handle. Yeah. And... Um, we literally took barn twine and tied that off to a piece of furniture inside the patio. And then on all the other doors, it's an old farmhouse. So there's like 10 front doors on this house. We booby trapped them. We put bells on them. You know, if we the door opens like something would fall. You know, the, the bucket of water would proverbially, the proverbial bucket of water would fall down and, you know, so that was scary. It was, we lived like that for a solid week every night and we didn't even come downstairs because he was talking about violence. Like we're like, I mean, okay. When I say he was talking about guns, you know, like so random and it's like, you know what? It's pitch black outside. Mm -hmm. My family is sitting in an old farmhouse with a million windows at night. Mm -hmm. We're upstairs. As soon and as. he did know that he does own a gun, at least one yeah. gun. And, um, it's just like that level of 
it was scary. Yeah. You know, so I'm so glad that Arnold's with us. Yeah, and, and he's doing, he is doing good. And like I said, even though he was grumpy this morning, which I think, and again, from everybody that I've consulted with that has dealt with overweight pigs in the past, yeah, they tend to be not the happiest bunch because they're being taken from getting anything they want and getting oh as much God, food as I they never want thought about that. to being on a strict diet. And it's, yeah, yeah they're, they're I never would have thought about, about that. It. And um, he was kind of on a hunger strike a little bit the first couple of days, I think a little bit from stress, but also just because I think he wanted, he was being pet fed food that is designed to fatten up a pig for slaughter, um, not for a pot belly pig. So he's on an appropriate diet for a pot belly pig. Now he is on an appropriate amount. Um, but, and he's, he's eating now. So, and like I said, and I think because he's eating a little more, I think he's getting a little more resource guardy, which if we always have to just make sure that he's fed separate from yeah. everybody, I think that's totally fine. You know? um, all of our animals are. <laughs> that's Even our cats yeah. are separate. Everybody has to be separated. Every, so, Good Lord, our children can't even <laughs> sit next to each other. Everybody has to be separated. I have to be separated. Yeah, You're you do. my food. Why do you think my cake's over here? <laughs> um, so, so, uh, yeah, but let's talk about Red, our other new resident. Um, I thought we just did. We barely, we just mentioned his name. We didn't say who he was, where he was from. He was um, days away from being euthanized. He was um, being used as a breeding pig for a farm. And um, he was, so he was actually unneutered. Um, and uh, we got a call from a girl who's a manager at Lamb's Farm in Illinois. It's a, it is a petting zoo. However, they are very involved with rescue. Um and um, they are—I I would say they're good people for for petting zoos. They're definitely a good one. You know, they—they have a lot of care for their animals and try not to exploit and blah yeah. blah blah. Anyways, so um, so we got a call from her because actually the manager's boyfriend um, worked at the farm. Um, mostly, it was also a landscaping company, so he mostly helped out with that. But he'd also help feeding the pigs. And he was like in love with art with red. No, you're in Wisconsin when a landscaping company also has pigs. Yes, yes. Um, and so he was, yeah, he loved red, and um, and actually the girlfriend knew red as well because um, she's, I think. They were going to try to home red yeah. at Ben's farm a while ago. That was where, when they called, I think I was the original one to talk to him, or maybe you were. But she's like, yeah, I've got like three days to rehome it. And I'm like, oh, honey, no, that's not happening in yeah. three days. Like, you need three months to, if you're really going to try to do this right. And she's like, oh, I just don't have the time. I don't. And it's like, ugh, I mean... Well, there is a small was, chance of a window we can, we maybe, but I mean, we have to go through the board for a big animal like that. We got to talk to the board. Do yeah, we have the space we, um, and, and well, talk and to the volunteers? Always, Do our volunteers want to be taking care of another animal? She was very, very, um, she was really understanding about yes. everything and she was great. She didn't yell at me. She didn't swear at me. <laughs> she didn't talk about. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so she, she was, um, she was really, really sweet and. And she knew his personality really well, which um, was great because because they did try to rehome him at Lamb's Farm first um, a few years ago, actually, like six years ago was when she first met him. And she kind of fell in love with him then. Um, and he had been with other pigs, but they just did not have the space for him. 
Um, so we actually went back to the farm. Um, but she always believe your kept, memory. Uh, you have got it's like a mind trap, just like um, Harry. It's yeah. unbelievable <laughs> your memory on so this stuff. So she. Um, so then he uh, went to the farm and um, was there, and, and again was used for breeding. But he was always fairly well socialized with other pigs and he'd been around other pigs of different sizes as well. And so when I talked to her about it, she was like, well, you know, the only concern is the fact that he is not neutered and everything that we researched and she researched said, it's not a good idea to um, neuter a 12 year old pig because they can't be (laughs) under anesthesia easy. Um, So it'd have to be done with local anesthetic, which would be extremely painful on another animal. So we, um, so we decided like, if we do this, he would have to be, um, obviously we would never be able to have them around another unneutered male cause there could be se- severe aggression. Um, and she said, obviously is Arnold, Arnold is neutered. Okay. Yes. That was one of the first questions I asked actually. And, um, and then she, um, said that, um, yeah. And, and obviously not never around a unspayed female and right. piggy being spayed was okay. So, um, so yeah, so we, we, uh, brought him in and um you know I was very leery of him because like you said I he's know. so scary looking <laughs> with his tusks and and he is very friendly so he kept like coming up to me and I remember when you when you came in because me and the kids were glued to the window yeah looking outside you know with COVID we don't need everybody and it's cold out anyway mm-hmm. we don't need groups of people yeah, yeah watching this and it's only going to stress him out more. Mm-hmm. So we're just glued to the window. We're running from window to window looking, you know, watching him and um, get unloaded and then brought into the barn. And we didn't see him. We turned around and all of a sudden the last person was going in the barn. We're like, oh, we just missed him. And you came in like, first thing I'm like, so how did it go? What's it like? I mean, we used to have Teddy who was a Mangalista mm-hmm. and we love Teddy so much and miss him so much. And, um, uh, we're like, you know, how'd it go? What, what, what's he like? And the only thing he said was, he's a fucking Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is such a Muppet. And he's his, so, his he looks. ears just like uh, hang down like to his toes. And, yeah. and he's just so like, but yeah. And it was funny cause he kept going like, like coming up to me and, um, and Katie from Lamb's Farm was like, well, I just, you know, like I'd try to stay on his side until you get to know him a little better. So, you know, my thoughts are like, oh my gosh, he's going to bite me. So I was always like, stop coming near me, dude, you know, but then I've kind of realized like, no, he's just like wants to be like in my face all yeah. the time. And he's so sweet. Like whenever I'm doing waters, he is like right next it's to like me. Tofa like and Moon. Yeah. Just like hanging out. Like, what, what are you doing? Want to hang out? When I did you the security cameras. Yeah. Just constantly. You know, him yeah. and baby Ruth are. Yeah. Which sure. is a good segue into. So baby Ruth is huge. Huge now. Yes. When you stand on the other side, close to full grown, it's crazy. I don't even. I mean, he's taller than you now. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he's his head is his back almost is. No, I think I thought his back was. He's Uh, huge. Yeah, he's very big. Huge. Which I have upgraded Mm -hmm. my steel toe boots. Uh, Dunlop, made in America, Amazon. They're called like the Chesapeake or the Chesique or something like that. Thirty-five bucks, made in America, steel toe boots. They're even cheaper than that, and they Either are way, thirty-five. The is really most cheap. burly bottoms you've ever and you seen. You said comfortable too. They're right? like slippers. That's awesome. And your four-year-old can wear them around the house. 
He does. They well, especially because you have, I was just about to say, until you wear them outside. Yes, then. but um, I mean, seriously, he, I, so we had a neighbor's tree fall over, which uh, was okay because I got to make some couple extra bucks cutting it up for him. And it crushed part of our fence. And um, I wanted to go and see how bad the damage was. According to the neighbor, it wasn't that bad at all. The fence was down to the ground. The, all the animals could have just walked right out. <laughs> so um, baby Ruth followed me in there. And usually I'm on the four-wheeler or the tractor when I'm that far into the field. You know, volunteers go in a few feet, but nobody goes to the other end of the field. Yeah. And um, I tried leaving and baby Ruth just kept on pushing and pushing and like headbutting me. And uh, I quick ran around behind him and he uh, mule kicked me, you know, tried or tried mm -hmm. to. Um, it was scary. I literally just made a split second decision and I ran to the fence and I just jumped right over the fence. That's scary. He is freaking mm -hmm. huge. I didn't have steel toe boots on. I was not dressed for the weather. Mm -hmm. I didn't even have my boots tied. Yeah, you're just checking it out. Yeah, and back. Yeah, it was it was really scary. He's huge. Yeah, yeah so. we're we're now going into planning for our next, um, you know, the next phase of what we'll do with our cow rescuing, and um, I think he'll do well with more cows, and so we're gonna hopefully be getting a barn built. Yeah. Um, hopefully even. I don't know, because, you know, there's a lot of, like, really good prefab barns. I think that's that, the um, only way that we're going to be able to. Yeah, and they're actually reasonably priced, and we actually have, we also have um, several people that have um, mentioned their interest in donating a barn to us for cows. So, um, if we can put their, it's, way, right now, I think you're, about $13,000 was the most expensive prefab barn you can possibly get on a semi. Yeah. And I think the cheapest was two grand and that was literally just three sides and a ceiling. Right. So we So you figure you take um I think we looked at seven thousand dollars. Yeah. And, and that's gonna go. be one that just sits on the ground. It would float theoretically. Now you can't put water or electric in that because if it's floating, it would crack those lines. Mm -hmm. Um but it would have the ability for us to drive in an eight hundred pound bale of hay, mm -hmm. put it inside you know, the barn and it would be tucked like around the corner. So you'd walk into the barn, turn left, go down a hallway mm -hmm. and it would be at the end of the hall essentially. Mm -hmm. And then there would be another, like um, there would be ways for us to go in and actually slide the doors closed. So all mm -hmm. the cows can be, you know, not just having a three-sided structure. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so that's important. Protected from the elements on really cold There's days, another, windy it's days, a rainy days. Fifteen hundred dollars extra to have, um, you know, the doors put on it. Yeah, and I think that's such a. Small you can always leave the doors open. Yeah, yeah, but so because yeah, and, and and realistically, because they are such hardy animals, um, I don't know. I I would, I I don't quote me on this, but I would could imagine we could even like in this nice months leave a door open at night because it would be in yeah. the pasture. As long as it's not like, I don't think like there's any threat because we don't 
really get coyotes on our property. Coyotes wouldn't take down. Well, and that's where it's like, I don't know if they would try to or not. But I doubt I it, especially so. now that we're fenced in yeah. with an electric again, fence. Yeah, very true. But yeah, again, like I don't see that really even being. Wolves? Wolves would, but wolves, first of all, we don't have wolves. Second of all, it's we're too close to the house. Yeah, true. You know. They're more secluded. And- so. So, yeah, so that's that's our our biggest crazy stuff busy stuff. Oh, and our rock wall. I don't and think we've we talked about wall. yeah, I built a yeah, rock we wall. Were, yeah, we've been rock climbing, which has been up on the silo. Obviously not in the winter, no. but um we had our one vacation where we went out to Devil's Lake and we went rock climbing a little bit. State Park in Wisconsin, out by Madison. Yeah, and he was um he was uh, a Nuka was nugget. Yeah, he wasn't even crawling yet, so we could just like well, he still isn't crawling. Yet. He scoots on his belly and then he goes up in crawling position, bounces around, and then he gets really happy, and then he goes right on his tummy and pulls himself around. And he does this. He does the. He somewhat the, does the army the, crawl. Yeah, he he gets his legs going for mm-hmm. some reason because they're not really doing it. But no. you know, he's he's getting there. Yeah, but um, good stuff. So yeah, so that is that's An hour our, and four minutes. That's our that. update, our last year in a Let nutshell. Let me get. Um, okay, I think this so. was it. Yes. Yeah, we're done. We are done. Thank I you am... guys for putting up with us yep. talking again. You didn't have to. No. Nope. If you're still listening, then cool. Thank That's you. That's awesome. You did it. You made it through it. <laughs> now you get to listen to good music. Oh, and follow us on socials, Autumn Farm Sanctuary. Uh, I think you gotta say that again. Oh, do I have to say that again? Follow us on the socials, Autumn Farm Sanctuary. Yes. Instagram yep, yep, yep. No TikTok yet, but Facebook. Okay. <laughs>
you think you know